podcast, uh, a dime three six one production. Uh, I am Abel, and I'm back, guys. I am usually the moderator and host of the show, but Marissa had to step in for me for a couple of weeks. Things have been crazy, um, but I'm here, and today I'm excited to that. There's actually four of us today. Uh, that's a good number because our schedules have been really crazy lately. So four of us last night, last week was like an, I felt like when I was listening to Gina. Marissa's podcast I felt like I was listening into like an intimate conversation I was like uh no but it was a good one so good job girls uh but today this week we're going to be talking about some upcoming events that local restaurants have going on and uh, Marissa's actually going to kind of take lead on this and then we're going to all talk about yeah just talk about excitement and there's a lot happening so yeah, I just want to say one like welcome to fall y'all because we're here we made it like this is the season we've all been dreaming of. I know I had Halloween decorations up already in August because I'm weird. I don't care. And so <laughs> when I was like looking up about upcoming events, um, my heart was just like, ugh. like I just was like getting into that feeling of being able to be outside and and trying out foods or or drinking or whatever. And then, <laughs> um, I don't know. I always like get like on like bubbly about it and I know it's a different time but you know what if you are able to be outside in open air I think it makes a big difference and I think you can tell that in the way that there's uh events coming up uh before like during the summer there really wasn't that many events going on and so when I was researching for our, our podcast today guys I actually found a quite a, a bit of events that are going to be upcoming I think uh one uh uh, one uh, establishment I really want to uh, hone in on today um, is Nueces Brewing. Um, and I think we've mentioned them a couple of times and they're pretty good about pivoting right now, but I wanted to mention them because they have several events coming up. So for instance, on Thursdays, they still do their, you know, beer yoga. And then um, the biggest event coming up is Sunday. Uh, which is their October feast. So the tickets are still going on. You could still buy them. I'll say it's a little pricier for me. Um, but I mean, if you are wanting to be uh, able to go and, you know, listen to music and have a full menu, I think there's like several different chefs that are award winning that'll be there. And then they have, you know, obviously beer and, 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 and everything there too. So like just talk about October feast. I mean, how many has any of y'all ever attended an October fest or feast type like event yourself or or anything like that? No, I, I don't think so. I haven't. No, I, 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 I want to though. I want to like October especially this year. Fest. Especially like, this year after would, like all the COVID drama. I like, know. I really wanted to do something new and like live life a little. Well, okay, here's another question. It reminds me kind of a, has anyone ever heard of Worst Fest? Yes, I was going to say, I've been there, and I was going to ask, like, is that considered Oktoberfest? Because they have a bunch of beer there, and it's very, <laughs> I don't know, it's fall. Yeah, so I'm thinking, like, theme. that's maybe, like, the theme-ish, you know, that they're going for, is, like, a Worst Fest, but, like, for Corpus, which, hey, is amazing, because if you've ever been to Worst Fest, Gina, you've been to Worst Fest, right? Uh, probably. It's so fun. <laughs> when we were at San Marcos, it was a new probably. problem. <laughs> <laughs> More than likely, I have. I, I I know that I've been to mostly beer festivals, but I don't yeah. know specifically Oktoberfest. 
Well, and, and that's delicious. <laughs> yeah, like that's basically what it's in line with is just those type of like beer festivals, which usually typically happen in the fall, <clears throat> which my favorite beer comes out, which are the dunk, uh, Dunkles. Uh, I don't know. Does anyone else have like favorite be beers or is it just me? Hello. Uh oh. Favorite beers? Yeah. Like, what's your favorite fall beer? Oh. That's hard. I'm not excited like that. I don't have. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like like craft beers. Like I wish I was, but. Okay, guys. Well, you y'all guys are gonna have to go to the October pizza, but don't worry because the, the, there is more event. So I was gonna pause there because I was like, maybe we'll talk about beers for a sec. But apparently, not. <laughs> um, but the I other like one, Dad's pumpkin. I tried that last week. Yeah, Austin? yeah. So their 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 beer is pretty good. Uh, I try to try all the pumpkin. People do the pumpkin spice lattes. I do the pumpkin flavored beer. <laughs> that's hey. That's a, a way to get into the fall spirit. And I think, um, and like I said, this one's a little bit pricier of the events. So the other ones that they have is they have this one called Blossoms and Brews. Excuse me. And apparently this one is also something that happens a couple times a month. Um, and it says, basically, you go down, you make a beautiful flower arrangement, um, and then you just get your drink on. So it's basically like an event for you to basically network and, you know, put a, a flower bouquet together and hang out and drink which, I mean, I like flowers, and I like beer, <laughs> I don't know about y'all. <laughs> that sounds fun. Um, when is it? So that one I didn't write down, but I know that mm, the next upcoming one is, like, in the next, uh, it, I think it said on a Thursday, so I think they're, no, the Thursday ones are the beer and yoga, so I think the Blossom and Bruce happen, like, on a Friday or Saturday, um, but those are the events I saw for Noasis. So I just want to say like, good job on them for having continuous events. <clears throat> we stopped by not too long ago and, and grabbed their barbecue. So, I mean, all around, I'm happy with Noasis Brewery right now. <laughs> they really, uh, they really advocated for local businesses and breweries during, um, I guess when we couldn't figure out if we were going to shut down or we were going to stay open and they were just, I would see them pretty much question the council and say, well, what do we need to do in order to stay afloat? And like, yeah. oh, we need to become a restaurant? Okay, we'll sell food. <laughs> yeah, they so. were one of the first, so, you know, um, bus just opened back up today. So they were they were down for like five months. So, and I, I know I, what I was uh, seeing online was that because they had to get into that same route, right, where it had to be a, a restaurant, not a, a bar. So yeah, like, again like noise has really got on the pond just was like okay whatever i need to do so um that's that was awesome i just like loved reading about that and then another event i found was the um so we talked about farmers markets before i think you guys remember uh who grow local is right the, mm -hmm. the they do the farmers markets on the south side um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, and so anyways, apparently they have an annual like fundraiser and dinner. And so of course with COVID, there was a little bit of like hesitance, but then they decided to go ahead and, um, go forward with it. So they're going to be having their <clears throat> eighth annual farm to table fundraiser and dinners to go coming up. And I, I forgot to write down there. I'll find the, I'll find the dates and I'll, I'll put them in the, in the social because I do have all the dates but I know this is also coming up uh, in this month in October 
or this next month in October. So that one's going to be really fun, I think. Um, and I think it says also too, what it does is it's supposed to help them with their program um, where they teach people about how to like produce their own gardens and everything like that. So how to be sustainable is like a big, big thing. I hear that buzzword a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I know that um, B&J's, I don't know if they're still doing it, but I think up until the end of September, they were offering um, to get two bratwurst and then a growler fill for about $25 of any like pumpkin type beer Ooh. if you wanted to go and trying to promote, I guess, like curbside and staying home kind of deals. So I know they're doing that as well. I think up until the end of September. For B&J's? I love that. For B&J's, yeah. Well, I know yeah. you love them. I mean, teaser, but you know, did write a <laughs> article coming up. Uh, I'm not going to say anymore. You got to read it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that's awesome. So if anyone else has any information, uh, anyone else have any news that they've heard about or anything like that events-wise? Um, just the Rock and K Farms in Robstown. Uh, I was on the internet today, and uh, they're supposed to open this upcoming Saturday, September 26th at 11 a.m. They're going to be open in Robstown. Um, I'm not sure. How do y'all, how do you feel, like, about, you know, all these events are happening, but, like, the rules and everything, like, do we have to wear masks the whole time, or how many groups can we have, do you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, when I was reading about these events, too, like, you know, like, I think everyone has kind of like their own um, precautions in place. Like most of these um, said like, you know, like for instance, uh, another one I found was like <clears throat> Bella Luna does like their, there's going to do like a wine pairing dinner uh, coming up uh, on a Saturday. And it said like first come, like because they can only have, they still have limits for like restaurants. I think on like mm -hmm. the open events, they're probably going to be a little less strict because it is technically like you're in the open air. Um, yeah. But I would imagine you would still ask people to wear face masks. But I think it'll be very interesting for us to like see um, what it actually looks like. Cause I see like in New York, they uh, they have like pods over tables, um, big giant plastic. Yeah, bubble. like little bubbles. <laughs> Yeah. Like that. yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, it's only crazy. a matter of time before we do that. Like keep your germs in your bubble. <laughs> kind of deal well, stuff. do y'all feel like, I don't know, like to me when I, I'm outside, I feel pretty safe. Like if I'm sitting at a table and I, I know it's at least 10 or six to 10 feet away, mm -hmm. or do you guys feel like you would want to still wear a mask or have like a pod over you? I wouldn't want to, I, th I think it's fine. I'm okay with the idea. Like I was at surfing crab the other day. I love surfing grass. Yeah. I've never been to go. <laughs> it's so good. And it's just, I don't, I, I'm having trouble like understanding like why, like not just that restaurant, but every restaurant that I've been to, like, okay, you have to come in with your face mask on, but, but then I can take it off when I get there, but I don't have to be wearing it when I'm speaking to my waiter or waitress. I don't understand, like, I think you, you know, they're just they're I think they're just trying to limit the amount of time. So like the possibility for exposure. So like they're mm -hmm. trying just to limit it to as like as short of a time as possible that you have your mask on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's and all. I guess, 
I guess like holding your, they your figure anything staff helps. accountable. They're holding, they're wearing a mask so they're protected. I don't know. I have to wear a mask at work and um, I'm there all day and I get <laughs> every once in a while I get nervous because I just want to take a drink of water and I'm like lowering the mask and this is going to be <laughs> that one customer that's easy and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I just, I'm thirsty. <laughs> but yeah, I think, yeah, I think they're, they're trying to like make it as, you know, as convenient for you as possible but if i guess if one person out of the equation is wearing a mask then you know you're gonna be safe yeah so mm -hmm. yeah like in my store it's really crazy now like everybody goes in with a mask but like everyone like it's weird because like you can't smell a candle with the mask on and so everyone is like mm -hmm. taking their mask off and like smelling candles and it's just, <laughs> and then they're like putting it back on and <laughs> like it's just like it's a mess like i can't trying to that. that's kind of funny yeah. I never I would and that's why when I was looking at the events like I was just like mo mostly thinking about like outdoor stuff because I guess to me I'm thinking when I think events but that's just like me personally I like I've always liked outdoor type stuff um besides inside in like versus indoor um even pre-covid so I don't know uh, oh by the way so again I have like a list <laughs> um but the other one I found so do y'all did y'all ever go to like um, the Heritage Park days whenever pre-COVID? You guys gotta get out, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're so adventurous. I just moved back here. <laughs> I know. I mean, Nat, I guess I could give you a slide on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess we're gonna. I, know I went to Mandela event <laughs> in Heritage Park. That was the last event I went to. Did you That's go to the festival? It was. Uh, I. I think. I'm not sure. I. I uh, Joseph's little sister danced. Cause she's on a dance team, and Aww. I think it was like honoring uh, Nelson Mandela. So I didn't even know that they did events like that down here, but. It was a whole yeah. shebang out there. That's pretty well, cool. Okay, so obviously we're gonna go on field trips together, guys. Um, <laughs> that's that's part of the reason why I joined Dying Three Six One is because I want to make myself like do stuff like that, and I don't do that. Like we are, we're gonna go on a field. All trip. these festivals, I'm like, mm, I'll pass. <laughs> no, you know what makes the festivals fun? I, I mean, just to me is like, okay, like one you're outside a lot of them have music like the majority of things have music and that's something i did i do appreciate about corpus because when i move back i'm like ugh, corpus you're not gonna have anything but <laughs> you know like that's just the mentality you get right when you mm -hmm. look elsewhere and you come back but i have to say i've been very very impressed because there is a good amount of um festivals and, and events that have music or they ha are outdoors and or they have just like different things, so I really like that. Um, Marissa, uh, excuse me. Remember, remember last year when me and my parents ran into you and your family? Oh at yeah. A, what event was that? What was it called? It was at Nueces. It had like music. <laughs> it was what? It was at Nueces Brewing too, also, which is funny because we're talking. About oh yes, it was. It was just like a bunch of like different. It was like small business or like people and like organizations, and then there was food inside and drinks. I think it was like it was a like Halloween themed. That was pretty cute. Yeah, yeah, that one was cute, and I and I remember that. Like I said, because I think that was it was fun. Oasis uh, Brewing also that did it because they were like pretty new since they didn't. I mean, they've only been open like a year. I don't know, like something like that. So. Look I am looking forward to like cooler weather though. That's the thing is like a lot of festivals if they're happening in the spring or summer, you can count me out. 
I'm not gonna like. I'm like. I'm not gonna go and be around a hundred people and be sweating and like. That's not an enjoyable time for me. but it is fall and i think we're getting our first cold front next week so yes del nelson said so i'm gonna take him seriously this time (laughs) just kidding (laughs) (laughs) that's funny um i um getting back to oasis brewing um, when they first opened up we went on their tour of the back and um the first thing they said well it's hot back here so just be ready for that and um they they somebody asked him well you know well how much money did you invest in this he said pretty much all my life savings so if this goes down there goes all of my life savings so i i just felt i remember that stayed with me because like everything they're doing from here on out is like genuinely out of his pocket there was like no outside investment like it's just actual two you know, two friends, two or three friends, whoever is part of the business is really putting in all their money. And it's, it's really exciting to see their, their effort to try to stay afloat, which, which can explain why it's so expensive to attend the event that they're hosting. Maybe like guidelines of keeping people separate, you have to fill up those spaces that would initially be filled up by other people with money. And well, and also, too, like, when I was looking at the event, I mean, there is a good amount of, like, uh, of chefs, right? And so mm-hmm. I imagine they're, I mean, hey, like, paying a chef, they're not, I mean, they go to school for for making food and everything. So it's not like you're just, like, hiring some Joe Schmo or anything like that. Like, they're going to be want to pay it, you know, accordingly, which is fair. And so yeah. I imagine, like, when you account for the food and then the beverages and then everything like that, if they have, I can't remember if it said they had music or not, but I'm sure they might. And it's like, yeah, yeah you got to encounter or you account for all that. And then, of course, you're at the end of the day, you also want to make some money off your event. You don't want to just, like, call it even. I mean, what would be the point of that? <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 I wish I was going, but I'm excited for the people that are going. And then I'll be peeping their profiles and pretending I'm there <laughs> in my case. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully some people will post a story or something while they're there. We can. I can't wait till one day. Hopefully we can host like our own event. That yes, would be. Yes, I'm excited. That would be live. Like COVID, go away. Like. <laughs> <laughs> COVID, who? <laughs> you can't just wish it away. <laughs> who knows, right? I don't know. Yeah, you can't. COVID, go away. <laughs> All right, it's done, guys. That easy. I said it was not. Oh. Okay, what else was I was going to say? I thought I had any more events. Oh, yeah, Bella Luna. But you know what's cool, too? Everything in, like, downtown is just blowing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, downtown is really ramping themselves up. I have to say that, too. I just want – because, like, Heritage Park is technically in the downtown area, too. And so I was reading, too. I, I just downloaded – you guys use – well, I know Abel doesn't because he doesn't believe in food trucks. <laughs> but – Okay, I would Okay, that's awkward. But, uh, <laughs> No, you you just you, there's too many to love. So how are you gonna pick one, right? No, they just gross me. They just gross me out. Sorry. No, no. So food the food truck finder. Okay, I'm gonna ask it. I'm sure everyone's gonna be like, yeah, I never heard of it. Has, has anyone heard of the food truck finder? Mm-hmm. Yay, dude! <laughs> She's like, yes, I would. Uh, I I only seen them on Facebook because of uh. I, when I used to work downtown, I would go on there purposely to see what food trucks were going to be pulling up around the corner. Okay, that's cool. I had no idea about that. 
someone, yeah. um, maybe it was Fresco that actually told me about it. But anyway, or maybe it was you, Gina, that was talking about it. But um, Heritage Park was using it. So like there's still, I'm guessing there's going to be a bunch of food trucks out there. So that might turn into a little food truck event for all me now. Um, yeah, because they used to have food truck Fridays or something downtown like where all of them would gather and it would just be a whole shebang. You know what I'm hoping we get is like, uh, I see it all the time in bigger cities and I know maybe not now is a good time, but those pedal as you drink type of trolley deals. Oh, like, I've seen those. <laughs> I've seen those. And they, and they have like, like a bartender so in the middle, like the guy's like standing. And <laughs> yeah. And you have to that'd pedal. Be to that'd be dangerous. Rolling. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we could start the first one. <laughs> Just kidding. We should end that. We should end this podcast with what we'd like to see eventually. I mean, that's a good one, Gina, with the pedal. Yeah. I love that. Um, <laughs> I'm still all bored on a margarita truck type thing, <laughs> something like that, going through the neighborhood. But the young people would love that. I know. Yeah. Who wouldn't? I mean, I'm just saying. And I had another idea the other day, and I forgot it. What was it? I thought it was brilliant and obviously not that brilliant because I forgot it. <laughs> you know, okay, here's something that you guys tell me again. Uh, uh, well, I work in food industry, so like I hear a lot of things. So there's this thing called ghost kitchens. Have y'all heard of them? Mm -hmm. So ghost kitchens mm -hmm. are blowing up in other cities like Houston, Austin, San Antonio, Dallas. And what ghost kitchens are, are basically, it's like when a restaurant rents a space inside of, a, um, of another business, and it's just simply a place where they are making the food, and then people can like either pick it up or they could uh, dine like around there, but it's just simply their kitchen. It's really interesting. It's just, it's something that like a bunch of restaurants do because it's actually a lot cheaper to rent just like a small space inside of another space. Uh, so I know, like, like I mentioned earlier, like I was talking to the guy that, um, was doing Artisano for a while, which unfortunately they're not around anymore, but their restaurant was inside of the, um, the YMCA for a bit. So that's kind of like, technically it was like a ghost kitchen. So I'm waiting for that to blow up here. And I I, that does. if you have restaurants ideas, but you don't have the funding, it's the perfect perfect way to save some money and then food trucks should look more i think here during this time that's just my opinion because like it's a little bit safer you I mean you can everyone can be outside you know yeah all right so what about you abel final final things that you you'd like to see um to be honest i you know how we have like best of the best like for like big co like corporations, I'd like to see that for like best of the best like taquerias and like like little like mom and pop shops like you know like best of the best this and that just to highlight like I don't know I just feel like those are kind of like um if you have a big name you're gonna kind of win it automatically and I think like highlighting like the local like mom and pop shops like my friend used to own a restaurant called the Donut Hole. And her grandma owned it for like years. I love the donut hole. <laughs> yeah, and her family owned it for years. And it was like everyone in Corpus knew it was the best of the best. But like, you know, it's just they were never really given that like formal title. So I like That's, to do something yeah. just something you know, that kind of. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Like an organization that just like recognizes like the local shops, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And Gina, what were you going to say? Because I know you loved the donut. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> I grew up uh, pretty much around that area. But no, I was going to say, like, when we first started to enter this pandemic and there were um, people were starting to panic buy and stock up and all of that, I remember, you know, like, um, I don't want to call them out personally, but, you know, there was a business or an Instagram presence that was trying to, you know, like, don't forget to go this place or that place. And I felt like they were really only representing like really well-known restaurants but anything that wasn't downtown um was really being neglected and so you know i i was like well what about this restaurant here on south side like ninja ramen or what about you know d lounge or hoodad or all these other restaurants that are also suffering that offer this so i felt like i mean i'm pretty sure they tried but i'm pretty sure there's like um relationships established between that Instagram profile or that presence with yeah. and these restaurants, but it's also, you kind of got to be a little bit more broad than what people already heard of because the ones that are not always being represented in a, in a, in a platform are the ones that suffer the most. So it's like, yeah, if we can bring up those businesses, not just like, Oh, y'all won 30 year in a row. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I 100% agree with you, Gina, and I think that that's pretty much our mission here. So, like, if you audience out there, if you have a restaurant that you think that we should highlight that you love, that you know, maybe it's like totally a hole in the wall, and like maybe there's like you know whatever it is, we want to hear about it. Like that's the whole point of our our organization is to like discover every little nook and cranny of of, of all the businesses that we have because there are so many. But you're right, they're, they're typically only, we only share, or I say we, but like in general, only, but you know what I noticed too, it's a lot of the times, there's not really a lot of social presence with uh, social media presence with some of the restaurants. So, you know, mm -hmm. if you need us to help you, we also could do that too here at 9361. I just want to put that out there because um, we, we do those type of things too. But in general, we could always definitely interview other um, restaurants. And see what's up. Or you can advertise <laughs> with us. Right. <laughs> or you could sponsor you could sponsor one of our episodes. So. <laughs> I mean teach us teach us teach us about new foods. I mean I I clearly I shouldn't eat so much, but I I mean and I'm still in uh COVID mode. <laughs> like mm. that's what we call it around here. We're like, oh well it's okay, it's just quarantine fifteen or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited though for all of the for your listeners. Uh, we have some pretty cool episodes lined up for you guys in the next few weeks, and I'm excited about that. Yes, uh, I think I can probably. Um, well, I'll, I'll. You know what? Just just keep listening because I just want to <laughs> get verified, but uh, on the information I have. But yes, you will be excited. The next three <laughs> episodes that are coming up, I'll just say this. I, I know you love our voices, um, but it will actually be, uh, we'll be joined with some special guests instead. So next, well, next week for sure, um, my good friend, Janelle, who owns Peace of Mind, she will be sharing her favorite foodie places. Um, she always posts like all the cool places that I don't know about, which is kind of funny. Like we were just talking about that. So she'll be on next Friday's podcast. And then we have two different restaurants that we will be um, interviewing through the podcast and just letting them talk. 
in the next weeks after that. So stay tuned to see who they are. <laughs> yeah, and as far as articles on um, the website, Mercy, you want to talk about maybe what we just published this past week? That way, if you're listening, you haven't read them. Yeah, so uh, we just put, uh, put out the Dagon Produce. I got to um, talk to Joelle, who is the um, owner and founder of that. So if you missed that one, um, that one was out on Wednesday. So please go and uh, read it. <laughs> and then <laughs> we have our favorite Natty, who's on the phone, Natalia. Her um, blog article goes out tomorrow, as well as this podcast, and we'll be talking about her favorite places to eat that are family-friendly in Annabelle and Cal Allen, and uh, we have another interview coming up with jalapeno um, um, salsa, so that one is also upcoming, and then Gina's going to talk about pizza, and then we just have so much more, so well, Natalia, I'm excited for your article because my um, I met up with my cousin this past week and she's been reading our blogs and she told me, you know, like, I wouldn't mind knowing about family-friendly restaurants in like the Calhoun area. So it's it's perfect. Like, I'm excited for her to read it, mm-hmm. <laughs> to know it's out there. Okay, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> hey. All right, awesome. So I think that's all we have for you guys this week. Um, we will be back next week, hopefully more of us or some different group of us but until then guys make sure you check out dying361.com and we will talk to you guys next week have a good night or day sorry (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. bye bye